0: Welcome, everyone. we have got to As Hashem, um, BPJ number sixty-eight. That's by pniimy joint share share number sixty-eight. Came across a beautiful book called Marital Intimacy by Avram Peretz Friedman. It has a lot of askamas from uh, the late um, Jonathan Sachs who was a chief rabbi in London for many many years, or Rabbi Hill Goldberg who wrote a lot of be- two beautiful Swarm on the Muslim movement Henech Teller and Rabbi Mordechai Tendler um, which is, is the son-in-law of Ramosha, Aaron Torski and Avram Torski and so on I'm going to believe Neder um, in the next couple of shiurim, go through aspects of his books elaborate on it and explain it and um, clarify things to the best of my ability, that hopefully with this will enhance tremendously the Shalom bias overall, and including the healthy aspects of the sexual-physical connection. And he writes in the introduction to his book, in the first edition, which was 20 years prior, and he says that when you read most Jewish books about the topic of human sexuality, they usually express it in very negative ways. That this powerful drive is extremely negative. And we understand why that is. It makes sense that many Jewish books written today or in the early generations also, because this strong drive was here even prior. Because, but especially now, where you have this free sex society, as he puts it, that you could do whatever you want, indulge in whatever you want, which that attitude and that behavior leads to divorce, it leads to diseases, sexually transmitted diseases. It makes you feel discontent and unhappy. This is something that people who are like addicts in this area or obsessed with this area... They don't acknowledge the fact that they feel empty inside. The true sexual pleasure has to be done in a way where you feel fulfilled, and you it can't be just physical, because to feel physically fulfilled, that goes away pretty quickly. But if that physical sexual connection helps you be emotionally and spiritually fulfilled, then that's the vehicle for a deep connection. So... Even though, yes, many Jewish books bash sexuality, very negative about it. Even in marriage they're like sort of very power of about it, you know, do what you gotta do, but don't focus on this, you know. Uh, do you know, just to get rid of the of her a little bit, you do what you gotta do. But that's not the healthy way of looking at things. And it's not correct to reject all aspects of the sexual drive. Hashem created the sexual drive. Hashem created the human sexuality. Hashem created that for a purpose. has a tremendous amount of Chachma in it. It's a key of life. Yes, sex is a key of life. It is extremely crucial. But it has to be taught the right way. But you need it. There's a famous Gemara in Yerushalmi. Mesechtes Trumas, at the end of Parukei, I'll say it in English. That just as it is forbidden to allow that which which is prohibited, so too it's forbidden to forbid that which is allowed. That is one of the biggest Yisoidays, especially in marriage. About a refined couple that wants to grow in Ruchnias could if they want to elevate themselves to a point where they. Have a certain degree of extra self or strength in this area, but to do that on your own, or you're not being honest with yourselves, or because of pride, or because of a warped sense of either tzniyas or Kedusha is unhealthy. You have to really know. And you follow healthy Le Yisrael. Healthy Le Yisrael to guide you, but if you're, they are healthy, they will not bash sexuality between a husband and a wife. They would take it very, very seriously, and they would stress its great importance. And like I'm going to say again and again, from the studies I've seen, from the overall culture and in Jewish culture. There is much more shalambayas marriage issues coming from having too little physical intimacy than there is from having too much physical intimacy. may not be true in certain cases with young people in earlier ages, when they're in their young 20s, maybe hyper-focused on it in an unhealthy way, true. But overall, in the stretch of the marriage, the shalambayas suffers more because of a lack of, this area not because there's too much of this in this area so you need to understand this it's complex but it's but it's common sense meaning that you have to have a sort of balanced mind to understand two opposites in your mind but it's, it's very very clear everyone has the ability to learn and understand the sensitive and delicate subject of human sexuality when it comes to a husband and a wife. Many, my Hazal praise the enjoyment of physical pleasure in general and praise the enjoyment of sexual pleasure within the marriage in particular. But to be very clear, he says, Yiddishkeit does not tolerate, he calls it hedonism, or self-indulgence. Meaning, a yid needs to know that pleasure is not an end in itself. It's not a tachlis. Sex is not a tachlis. Even eating food is not a tachlis. Enjoying food is not a tachlis. It's not the ultimate goal. But what is it? It's a powerful means to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And it can enhance... Shmiras HaMitzvahs. It could enhance Torah life. And there's no conflict between the physical and the spiritual. They both together complete the Torah lifestyle. Therefore, when you overindulge in it, and you go overboard with the physical pleasures, it removes your thoughts from the spiritual, from the Torah and Mitzvahs. Now, the Mila of about The mitzvah of aina, of sexuality, is that it allows us to navigate between these two extremes. Not to be overindulgent and make pleasure an end in and of itself, but not to bash it and run away from it either. Both opposites are sakhanes. I have seen from the way observing and from listening to people for the last two years and to a certain extent also the last 12 or 13 years, is that marriages have and, and have been suffering from both extremes. When one is too hyper focused on it, and that's in their head all the time, and they don't look at the person as a human being, as an ashama, it'll kill a marriage. But the flip side is just as dangerous, sometimes even more dangerous, where you pull away completely. You have a this a uh, a uh, uh, sort of a an anger and a, and a sort of a upsetness of anything physical. It bothers you that your wife is attractive to you or aroused. You don't want that. And I I, I, I'm, I I have seen this implied or stated that in the Nida period, with certain people that think they're kadoshim they're holy people, they get mad or angry at their wives. When they feel a physical pull to them, because they feel that I shouldn't be doing this. So they look at the, the wife like she's a Yetzirah, like she's the devil or something. She's the one that's more these tivus in him. All this is warped, warped thinking. Even in the Nida period, all the halachas of Archakis, yes, have to be kept. You have to dress in a certain way that's not provocative, even at home, when in the Nida period. All of this is true. But the idea that should, there should not be an attraction, a healthy type of attraction in the need period or not talk or ignore your wife because you're afraid to talk to her it may be something in you that is hepaira that's the man's responsibility to get his head screwed on straight and his body screwed on straight to be able to communicate with his wife in a friendly loving way that's not only mutarapiira Guarding, of course, all the guidelines of her chakos, not saying certain triggering things according to Halacha. You follow Halacha. But not to talk at all. Not to look at your wife because you're worried about whatever it is. got to work on yourself. This is not this is not the way. So it's brought down. He should not withhold from it. This is from the Rivid. He should not withhold from himself all proper happiness and all proper pleasure, but he should be vigilant against the inclination to pursue physical pleasures without restraint and the danger in satisfying all his desires. Very, very important. Very, very important. Your breakfast, as an example. You look at the fridge Eggs, you like scrambled eggs, you take uh, you like whole wheat bread, you like a sandwich, and eating healthy, you enjoy it, and you love it, beautiful. One day you come to the fridge, you ran out of eggs, forgot to buy it. And that's your let's say you really have a strong cheshek for that. That's what you enjoy for breakfast. Nunu, not in the fridge. Not in the fridge. Okay, you open the cabinet, what's there rice krispies, this, that, you take that. You enjoy that too? That's a healthy concept. I have physical pleasures. I enjoy the eggs more. I enjoy the roll with the eggs more. But there's no bread in the house right now. There's no eggs in the house right now. Not going to kill my day. No, no. I'm going to enjoy the cereal. I'm going to do something else. But when it's there, then that day, yes, I'll buy eggs. I'll buy the roll. I like it. It's enjoyable. I'm going to thank Hashem for it. Beautiful. Healthy. Same thing with sexuality with one's own wife and one's own husband. When you stick to the mitzvah itself the right way, we describe this in the letters, the letter from this Matzotayv organization, we, we spoke about it with the Stiple's letters, Isaac Sher, all these svarim, that we talk about the mail of it, and again, remember, the idea being, the Sherish of it is because Hashem commanded us to keep the mitzvah. When you mocker that, then everything else falls into place and you could enjoy the mitzvah when it's supposed to be pleasurable. In other words, yes, you have a right. A husband could desire his wife sexually. A wife could desire her husband sexually. They could enjoy the sexual experience in a very real way and a real physical way. Externally, very, you know, in concept and in externally, it, it it doesn't look that much different on a physical level whether it's a husband and wife with do, acting this way with a Kedusha, or Chalila and Avera in the opposite way of Gilei Arayas that takes place. You, you could have the physical activity and desire being equally the same by the both, and one is tuma of the worst, and one is Kedusha in the highest. What differentiates two? Ratzin Hashem? Hashem commanded us to keep these mitzvahs. If he told us to stay away from Znus, because he hates it. He told us to stay away from Gili Arayis, because he hates it. He tells us, as a married couple, husband and wife, Oina, I want you to do this. So I love it. Because I'm commanding you to do it. It's Ratzin Hashem. We talked about it in Arichas before. Once you have that, and you realize it's Ratzin Hashem, and that's the primary focal point. I'm an Evet Hashem. Just like He wants me to fast in Kippur. Just like He wants me to sit on the floor on Tishabov. Just like He wants me that when I'm in Halila, shouldn't happen to anybody, in Avelis, that those seven days it's usher, Tashim shamit, is, not, is forbidden in Avelis, even on Shabbos in, in the Avelis period. That's Ratzon Hashem then. Or it's Ratzon Hashem in the Sheva Brachis after the first beer, and then they go through that cycle it's Ratzon Hashem that they're not together so too it's Ratzon Hashem when there's a Mitzvah Oina to be together Hashem wants a wife to enjoy the physical sexuality he created the Kloideris for that reason the only purpose from what we see is just for physical sexual pleasure and again the Samach Mem did not create the clitoris. Or the vagina, or the lubrication, or arousal, Samachmem Mem did not create that. Hakadosh Baruch Hu of Atzmai created those anatomy parts. No one else. Same same Hakadosh Baruch that talked to Ma'isha, me being Shnei The same Hakadosh Baruch that talked to all the Nevi'im, and are connected to all the tzaddikim. The same HaKadosh Baruch Hu that's there in Gan Eden. With Avram Yitzchik and Yaakov. This, that same HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the cloiteress in a woman. Or um, a woman wants her to experience as a wife sexual pleasure. Hard to wrap your head around it? Too bad. This is the way it really is. It's no different than any other aspect of any other mitzvah. It's private, yes. There's a sneeze, yes. It's between husband and wife only in their private setting, yes. But that doesn't make it any less vital and any less crucial. It's something that needs to be ingrained in people's heads, as Hassan and Kaula, and all through married life. So we are going to go through this book in a very methodical way, it's very, very deep, it's written in a precise, um, it's not a big book, Uh, it has approximately 110 pages, 114 pages, whatever it is, written very, very clear and concise, there's a lot of depth in almost every paragraph, beautifully written book, it's Kedai to explore it, and we will explore it, and that is so, so important. And that is really the idea of using everything in the world for Avaidas Hashem, including this aspect of marital intimacy. The balance you have to have, like we talked about many, many times in this Shiorim, is very important. You have to have a deep connection with your wife and a wife to husband in the Nida period. A deep friendship has to be existing and constant in the Nida period. You have to be menschlich to each other when Chalila, one of them, is not feeling well. When one or both make mistakes. When when one is trying very hard to make parnassa and they're struggling. Or they have a problem with their child. Or they wh- whatever it is, the ups and the downs of marriage. But that doesn't make this Indian any less important just because there are other aspects of it. I'll be messiahim like this. I was once speaking to somebody, a really, really powerful person, um, thing. So listen carefully. He he. I he was once saying, or maybe I said it to him about how you know on Shabbos talked about Aina oh, you know Shabbos. Yes, Ayinik Shabbos. So there's a of Aina to be with your wife to enjoy it, physical intimacy. But but he says that. So, so some he he said or I said I don't remember that he heard from certain people that said that. All this, if if you enjoy the physical, it's sort of like the balance. If you if the physical goes up, the spiritual goes down. So if you enjoy the 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 oynik Shabbos of being with your wife, wife with husband sexually, on Shabbos Friday night, then your nishmas that you're going to say the next day is a lower level. You won't right, but if you if you have a nishmas, you know that that's that's the real key, the 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 the, the vacus of the Nishama. And he told me, and it's it's completely amiss. why can't you have both? What's the stira? You can have a beautiful physical enjoyment of Einik Shabbos, Mitzis Eina, Friday night, and then you get up the next day. For those who have a minute to go to the mikveh, they go to the mikveh. Whatever it is, those that don't, there are reasons why they, they're not. Well, I'm not going to get into that parasha, but that's not even the point. The point is, you daven wikishmak. You Nishmas, What's the stira? It one is this, it's all the same. It's all the same, especially Shabbos. It's all one. It's not a stira. You enjoy your aina, you're not gonna have a lower Nishmas. And if you uh, minimize your pleasure in Aina, you're not gonna have a better Nishmas. You can have a beautiful Nishmas and a beautiful Aina. It's not Saiser each other. Bracha natslacha.